Blog Talk Radio. Conversation where we have not my reality conversations about those things that try to prevent us from the ability to breathe. Well, on today, we're going to be working with someone who's going to be sharing with us a wonderful opportunity for us to learn how to disconnect ourselves from some of the ancestral lineages and connections that we have so we can have some personal growth. Her name is Arian Thomas. She's an author, a healing practitioner for over 20 years. She's the Administrative Director of the New Dream Foundation, and the name of her book is called Healing Family Patterns, Ancestral Lineage, 
clearing for personal growth. And you can contact her at her website, AncestralLineageClearing.com. I want to make sure that we all send our love and positive energy over to support our good friend and guest on today, Arian Thomas. Good morning. Good morning, Marion. How are you? Uh, all is well. All is well. Honored that you would join me on this morning to share such an important topic with our listeners on today. Well, I'm thrilled to be here, and I appreciate the invitation. Yes, I'm excited about this conversation because I often tell people we worry about our past. Oh, I used to do this. I used to do this. My family is only known for this. And I always say that is not your reality. You have to understand you made an agreement based upon what needed to get done in this world at this time. So, Arian, tell us a little bit about uh, more about this Dream Foundation that you have. Um, the New Dream Foundation is a nonprofit organization, and uh, its mission is to heal and awaken the sacred feminine in the world today. As you know, with the um, uh, with the 2012 solstice, we had the end of an era. And that was an era where the patriarchy basically was um, in ascendance. And uh, in December of 2012, the new energy came in where we are now entering a new era. And to me, that era is about the balance between the sacred feminine and the sacred masculine. But in order to find that balance, we have to reawaken the sacred feminine within each and every one of us. And so that's the purpose of the new foundation, uh, new dream foundation, excuse me. And we do that through offering ceremonies and workshops and retreats. And um, you can take a look at what we do um, at uh, newdreamfoundation.com. And I am a non-denominational minister with the New Dream Foundation, and I offer uh, full moon ceremonies for women, new moon ceremonies for men and women, um, and uh, also um, sponsor and uh, facilitate some of the retreat events. Excellent, excellent. Do you have anything coming up that we can participate? By the way, she's a fellow Arizonian. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am. Do you have anything coming up that we should know about at the New Dream Foundation? Absolutely. Um, our, our major event of the year is coming up in June, and that is what we call Spirit Quest. And Spirit Quest is a week-long retreat of Native American ceremonies and um, we spend the entire week in ceremony, uh, and we offer many quests for people. Uh, we begin the morning with morning prayers. We um, do ceremonies throughout the day, including uh, including the uh, full moon ceremony, mm-hmm. and uh, it is a wonderful experience for everyone who wants to spend a week in ceremony. And... Um, it's taking place this year in um, in Wairika, California, which is in Northern California, and it will be the week of the full moon, um, June 16th to June 22nd. Uh, and you can find out more information and register 
um, at NewDreamFoundation.com. Excellent. I just want to get that out there because I think it's so important. Sometimes we do these radio programs and we don't get an opportunity to share, and you all are doing so many great things. And sometimes we just focus on one thing, like the book today, but I want to get out some of the other wonderful contributions that you're making to the lives of other people. Oh, well, thank you so much. Um, and because we do so so many of our programs um, on the radio, on the telephone, on web conferences, having retreats like this is a great way to get together in person and really share our full selves. Absolutely. And you can never, never <laughs> measure the value of personal connections, physical personal connections and touch. That's something that we'll never be able to get rid of because that's what we need. That's part of how we function and continue to thrive as a, as a people, as a unit, as a family. Universally, that's how we exist. So I want to know now, tell me a little bit about, um, well, I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break. Arian, and then I want to get into this conversation about the ancestral lineage clearing and how you came about that. Because 20 years is a long time to be committed to be a healing practitioner. That's a long time. So I want to talk to you a little bit about that when you come back. So will you all sit back, relax. You're going to have an opportunity to talk to myself as well as Arian on today and take in what we're saying today because truly it is about helping you grow to be the best that you were designed and created to be. We'll be right back here on Moments of Conversation. Author Marion Afour has written two powerful and thought-provoking books, Not My Reality, Encouragement While Dancing in the Storm, and Seeking Escape, a conversational journey to your true reality. They both offer therapy for the soul that is filled with empowerment and offer a code of conduct for an enhanced life and longevity. These books are available everywhere books are sold, including Amazon.com and MarianaFoolSpeaks.com. You can also join Marianna for moments of conversation on Blog Talk Radio, Tuesday and Thursday mornings, 10.30 a.m. Central, 11.30 a.m. Eastern. Marion Afua, Not My Reality, and Seeking Escape. Two books that you don't want to let miss out on your next book club or book conversation. Let's pause 10 seconds. spiritual coach, minister, author, and inspirational speaker. These are just a few titles used to describe Marion Ifua. But her name says it all. She is an innovator and bringer of change. If you desire to change for the better, contact Marion Ifua at 480-269-1038. 480-269-1038. Or by visiting efuaspeaks.com. E F U A Speaks.com. Marion Efua. Change for today, tomorrow, 
and the rest of your life. And good morning. We are back here on Moments of Conversation. We are joined today by none other than Miss Arian Thomas. She is an ancestral lineage clearing healing practitioner. She's the administrator over at the New Dream Foundation in Arizona, and she's got some great things going on. We're going to talk with her today here on the program, making sure that we are able to do all we can to improve our lives. I want to invite um, all of you out that are going to be in the Milwaukee, Wisconsin area. I'm going to be in Milwaukee, Wisconsin this Saturday, April 6th, hosting my Living Exponentially seminar. That seminar is for individuals who know that there's something more, that understand that an exponent means that there's something more that is awaiting, there's something more to expect beyond the initial presence that you see before you. So we're going to have an opportunity for you to come and have a conversation with me. You're going to have some, and now it's very interactive now. If you desire to make changes that result in exponential changes in your life and result in the best life that you have been created and destined to live, then come on by and sit down with me for a little while. We're going to be in the Hilton Milwaukee River in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., and then I'm going to move on to Detroit on April 18th. So if you want to, just go to my website at www.afuaspeaks.com, and you will be able to join me there and learn about having an exponential life. But today we are joined by the fabulous and very um, calm and healing. I feel her energy all the time. I'm just I I so just enjoy her. I talked to her on the phone and I was like, Ooh, okay, I like her. I'll be traveling. We'll be connecting. So, um, Arian Thomas, she's an author, healing practitioner, and she has a book out. It's called Healing Patterns, Healing Family Patterns, Ancestral Lineage Clearing for Personal Growth. What is ancestral lineage clearing, first of all, Arian? What is that? Uh, well, Marion, it's a healing process whereby clients can heal the wounds of past generations that have been brought into this lifetime. You were talking just a moment ago about how we choose our families so that we can learn the lessons that we need to learn during this lifetime. Well, mm. part of those lessons are to overcome some of the wounds that have been passed down to us from from other generations. Um, when we move into a family, we have this whole lineage of um, lifetimes that that imbue our um, DNA and um, and influence our environment when we're growing up. And those make subtle influences on our lives and sometimes not so subtle influences. Mm-hmm. And some of, some of those influences are, are really good. People come to me and say, well, you know, I had a terrible family. Yeah, but you, you also learned some wonderful lessons from them. You know, lessons about integrity and honesty and and family values and how to love one another. 
And then there are some some uh, lessons that you picked up that may not have been so positive, like low self-esteem or poverty or ill health. Mm. And I truly believe that this lifetime that we're living now is about letting go of the past, letting go of those things that hold us back from the past, healing those wounds and moving on to a greater sense of happiness and love and joy in this life. Now y'all see why I disenjoy her. Is she not <laughs> just coming in and telling us everything we talk about every week? Really, that that is why I when I was given the term that's not my reality, that's exactly what I heard. Your perceptions are not my reality. Your thoughts, your constraints are not my reality. Oh my exactly. exactly. Our parents' reality, our grandparents' reality, our forebears' reality is not our reality. Mm. And and one of the things that I hear you doing on your show, Marion, with all of your guests, is allowing people the benefit of the new healing techniques that are available during our lifetime mm-hmm. that says this is how we shift that reality for ourselves. This is how we create a new reality, but in order to create that new reality, we have to heal the old one. Yeah. And that's what ancestral lineage clearing does. It heals the old wounds, it heals the old reality so that we can create this positive new reality in our lives today. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. So let's go here. Give me an example of, of something that you may have encountered as a healing practitioner in ancestral lineage. What might be an example of something that would cause me to have to come back into this family Experience all that I'm experiencing in this lifetime. Give me an example of why or what that lineage would be like. Certainly. Um, Let's take one that seems to be on everybody's mind, at least at some point in your life, Uh, and that's that's finances. People... Um, people come to me and say, I don't have any money. Um, I, you know, I can't seem to hold on to money when I get it. Um, I have a hard time creating material um, stability in my life. And they go through a series of healing processes, affirmations, um, all different kinds of um techniques in order to try and change their material reality. But one of the things that I've noticed is that a lot of the poverty consciousness that we have in the world today Mm. is as a result of our ancestors living multiple lifetimes as slaves, as Mm. serfs, as, um, as servants, in subservient positions, and what that what that trains the body and the mind to do is to say, "I don't deserve this. Um, mm. Wealth is not mine. Money is not mine. It belongs to someone else. 
I am only entitled to what people give me, not to what I can manifest myself, and that I don't have I don't have the intelligence, the drive, the whata 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 to create wealth in my life. Mm-hmm. And once we go back to those ancestors and heal that self concept that you don't deserve to have your needs met, that you don't deserve to have enough enough sustenance that goes beyond survival, that you're entitled to a good home, to a good life, to the benefits and gifts that the universe wants to give you, Mm -hmm. then you open up to all of the abundance of the universe. Wow. 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 It's fabulous. It's fabulous. And, you know, there were issues that I worked on for years like health and finances and relationships, and I did all of this work, and it's like, why isn't this working? And it's because, well, my parents didn't have money. Their grandparents didn't have money. They grew up in the Depression. They grew up during the wars. Um um, they had they had poor health uh, because their parents had poor health. They didn't eat right. Da, 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 da. And so you pick up those subtle emotional wounds as a child. And although you can change them mentally, you need to change them on a deep spiritual and emotional level. And that goes back to truly healing families. You know, when you were talking, um, I heard a couple of words came to mind, and the first one is, it's almost like we feel like it would be betrayal not to continue this lineage of, you know, this is all I can do. If I stop eating the way that, you know, as if I really can't afford to have the quality, if I if I begin to live my life in a different way, it's almost like a betrayal to this quote-unquote family obligation family legacy, like I talk about all the time, legacies, right? Yes. Um, But, Marion, I have come to the belief that one of the purposes of this lifetime is for us to change those patterns. Yes. People that come to me are truly ready and willing to change, Mm -hmm. and I think that our generation is here to heal things like sexual abuse, child abuse, um, lack of abundance, um, Mm -hmm. environmental problems, and violence. And we're receiving many techniques to do that. Uh, We can heal in a variety of ways. And ancestral lineage clearing is just one. And And if we can heal those generational wounds, the greatest benefit is we don't pass it on to our children and our grandchildren and all of the other um, uh, descendants that will come after us. Absolutely. Now I'm, I'm sitting here, you know, you begin to, to share some of the different things that can be cleared up. Um, what about, how would you say this plays a role in um, relationship development? I'm, I'm just sitting here and it just came to me. What about people who tend to have relationships 
that are not fulfilling. Um, that also is is a part of our learning um, of how to how to really connect with someone on a heart level. And what we see is children influences what we have in our own personal intimate relationships. Mm. Um, let me tell you this wonderful story. I had this client come to me, and um, as far back in their family as they could trace, there was never a man who stayed in a relationship and stayed at home long enough to raise the children. The grandmother's husband had run off. The mother's husband had died in the war. They had... um, women in the family that had married soldiers and sailors, um, um, drunkards who'd run off and abandoned the family. And of all of her aunts and cousins and sisters, not one had maintained a relationship long enough to raise the children in the family. So there was no positive model for the women in the family to choose good men. They always chose men who left. So what I do in the ancestral lineage clearing process is I take people back to the original ancestor who started this pattern. And in her case, there was an ancestor who married a man who she just adored, had three children, and he was killed in a in a shipping accident. And his family owned this line of boats um, that transported goods. At that time in the Mediterranean, if a husband died and the widow was left with children, one of the unmarried brothers was required to marry the widow. Mm. That way they kept that way they kept the shipping business in the family. Mm-hmm. So she was forced to marry a younger brother. She resented it. She hated it. She was bitter towards him. She ran him down. Well, you're not as good as your brother. Da da da. And what do you know? In a couple of years, he ran off. I mean, would you like to have stayed in a relationship where he had? Not. Of course not. So what I do when we do this ancestral lineage clearing is when we're in the past, I go back and we allow that ancestor to make a different choice because that choice didn't turn out to be such a positive choice for the family. So this woman went back and looked at her life and said, you know, he actually was a pretty good guy. I just never gave him a chance. So she went back and chose to accept him. He turned out to be a wonderful, loving father. He turned out to be a loving husband. They spent the rest of their lives together. Their children, her children from his brother, adored him. And she ended up with a happy and fulfilling relationship with her second husband. And then what I did and what I do in the lineage clearing process is I bring the energy of that second lifetime back 
into my client's energy field. It shifts her whole energy field around relationships so that she can now look forward to a long and happy lifetime with a man who loves her, who loves children, who wants to stay with her and build a life together. Mm-hmm. And that shifts the dynamic not only of her life, but also the lives of all of the women in her family and around her. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wow. I'm thinking to myself, I just need to have, we, I can't wait to the retreat. I can't wait to create a retreat that allows us to do this or opportunity. And Oh, this is Arian Thomas. Uh, she does ancestral lineage clearing. You can contact her at 928-284-5738, 928-284-5738, or you can email her at Arian A-R-I-A-N-N at AncestralLineageClearing.com. That's her website, by the way. Oh, my goodness. That makes so much sense. It does. And people people always ask me, well, you know, how how can you change energy in the past? Well, when you think of every moment in your life, you have multiple choices that you can make. Mm Mm-hmm. I have a choice here to be on this radio program this morning, or I have a choice to go out and take a walk, or I have a choice to turn on the television or to to write in my book or whatever. And there are multiple consequences to every single choice we make. And when we get to those big choice points in our lives, our lives can take different tracks. And, Mary, and I'm sure you can look back on your life and see. Mm-hmm. I mean, simply the choice of where do you go to school? Who do you marry? You know, if someone says, will you marry me? You're going, oh, should I, shouldn't I? Maybe. What if you didn't marry him? What if you'd married someone else? Mm-hmm. What if you didn't go to that college? What if you'd went to another one? The whole course of your life would change. Absolutely. And we'll, and and we know now from the new physics that's coming up that time is not linear. That we can we can go back and visit time on an energetic level and we can make different choices in different time periods. And from those different choices flow endless other possibilities. Absolutely. And we can choose positive uh, changes when we have the opportunity to do so. And, I, and you know, the, and the key thing is, is that it's also beneficial for us in expecting the future because now as we, once we go through this ancestral lineage clearing, clearing process, we now can anticipate and be more aware and conscious, as you said, of the decisions that are available to us. You know, I'm a big fan about options. I tell everyone life is always about options. Choose the one that's best for you, not in reaction to what others want all the time, you know? Absolutely. And once you realize the consequences of your decision, then the next decision you make, you you Mm -hmm. think, okay, now, now what would happen if I decided this way? What would happen if I decided that way? Um. 
do I really want that to happen? And and you become more aware of the positive nature of the universe and you grab onto the positive choices and you let the others that other people may try and influence you to choose, you let those go. You know, your mother may want you to go to that school, but that doesn't feel right to me. So Mm -hmm. choose what feels right to you because your heart is always true. Right. Wow. And so this is the kind of information we'll find in your book. Is this what we will find in the book that you've written? Yes. Yes. Um, In the book I have... I I discuss what ancestral lineage clearing is all about and how it came about, and also stories from my clients of the healings that they have had, as well as how the process actually works itself. And so the book is pretty comprehensive in terms of what people can learn from it. Absolutely. So do I need to know my full genealogy in order to utilize this process, in order for you to help me, do I need no. Does it matter that I, I, I'm a I love it when people ask me that question because they're going, Well, gee, I don't I don't know how to find my genealogy and particularly in this country, um you know, we don't keep track of that. The right. so good news about doing this process is that you don't have to know your genealogy at all because we contact the ancestor on an energetic level on a spiritual level. Sometimes we go back two or three generations, but many times we're going back hundreds of years, and on occasion maybe a thousand or two years. So um, it's pretty hard for people to know genealogy back that far, and you don't have to because our soul knows where we need to go for this healing. And so we let the soul take us to that ancestor that needs to be healed. That's right, because that is what's connected to the ultimate source of all memories, of all thoughts and good, the divine creator. Absolutely. Okay, so now I've got a question. Someone else just said, what if I'm adopted? Oh, this works so well for adopted people um, because when you're adopted, you have two families. You have your birth family, which gives you your genes and your DNA and, you know, are you tall, are you short, are you dark, are you light, are you whatever. Mm -hmm. Then you have the family of your environment, your adopted family. So you have influences now from two separate families. When we go, uh, when I'm working with an adopted person, I let I let their soul take us to whether they need to go into the family of their birth or into the family of their environment. And then we heal what needs to be healed. And it doesn't make any difference if you know your birth family or not because your soul, again, will take you to the right ancestor that holds the key to your healing. Wow. You know, I, as I said, you know, she's like, oh, my goodness, are you serious? Okay, so I'm going to give you a number again. So you may get a call for someone that's like, 
um, you may get a call. So I'm going to give you information again. Again, this is Arian Thomas. She is the director of the New Dream Foundation here in Arizona. Her book is called Healing Family Patterns, Ancestral Lineage Clearing for Personal Growth. You can contact her at, come on, okay, for you asking for the number, you should have the pencil or pen ready, 928-284-5738. And you can email her at arian at ancestrallineageclearing.com. Remember that you can always listen back to the show to find out more information about Arian as well as myself here on Moments of Conversations because we are here every Tuesday and Thursday. I'm always sharing some wonderful experience and contributor to our divine universe every Tuesday and Thursday. So come on by and share with other people that we are here. Go into iTunes. It's for free. You can download it and listen on your phone. And, of course, you can contact Arian outside of the program. I'm going to take a quick break, Arian, and then we're going to come right back. And you think we could take a few calls with individuals? Is that possible? I'd love to. Okay. All right. We'll take your calls at 646-378-1135, 646-378-1135. If you're already in the phone lines, you know what to do. Just push 1, and I'll get you in. Welcome to those of you who have joined us in the chat room and via the Internet and those of you listening on stream that are contacting me via Facebook. Thanks so much. We'll be right back after these words. Life and Spiritual Coach, Minister, Author, and Inspirational Speaker. These are just a few titles used to describe Marion Ifua. But her name says it all. She is an innovator and bringer of change. If you desire to change for the better, contact Marion Ifua at 480. 480- 269 1038 480 269 1038 or by visiting efua speaks.com efua change for today tomorrow and the rest of your life They both offer therapy for the soul that is filled with empowerment and offer a code of conduct for an enhanced life and longevity. These books are available everywhere books are sold, including Amazon.com and MarianaFoolSpeaks.com. You can also join Mariana Fool for moments of conversation on Blog Talk Radio. Tuesday and Thursday morning, 10.30 a.m. Central, 11.30 a.m. Eastern. Mariana Fua, Not My Reality, and Seeking Escape. Two books that you don't want to let miss out on your next book club or book conversation.
And Arian's going to take some phone calls from all of you, and um, we're going to be mindful. We've got about a, almost an hour left, a little bit more than an hour. So if you want to get in the conversation, Arian, I have a question from the chat room before we begin. And it says that it wants to know, would you clear the soul family sometimes, or is it always lineage? Um. That's an interesting question. Uh, most of the time, people come to me with um, with issues of family from this lifetime, and um, I've I've actually never had that question before. I don't see why we can't clear a soul family issue because we have many we encounter many different families during our lifetime and they all influence us. And since this process works on an energetic level, I think we can contact any soul that has influenced us during this lifetime. All we have to do is ask. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it all comes from one source, and we all are connected to that one source. And so when they impact us, I I would agree with you. Huh. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a good. It's an excellent question because I've not um, I've not encountered that before. Yes, yes. Well, we are going to go to our phone lines. I hope that helps with you for peace, for love, for light. I love that name. And so mm-hmm. we're going to go right back, and we're going to go to our phone lines. We have someone who is on the lines. Let's see. If we can get them in. Good morning, and Athens. Hi. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, this is actually for Peace for Love for Light, too. <laughs> oh, hey, girl. I was like, I think I know this one. I've seen this one somewhere before, somewhere. <laughs> welcome, um, welcome my, to the program. Oh, thank you. My name is Athena, and I'm calling from Jordan, but I'm American. Yes, I remember speaking to you a long time ago, long time ago. Well, that's great. Uh, thanks so much for calling all the way from Jordan. You're welcome. I'm so excited to have um, come across this topic because this is um, exactly what I'm kind of, I have these questions about this ancestral clearing uh, in my current life right this second. Um, I am still here. You know, you said you talked to me for a while. I've been here almost four years now. And uh, yeah, I know. Kind of just uh, putting up with it, trying to figure out why I (laughs) <laughs> and I think I've got it figured out to where mm-hmm. I am clearing the ancestral lineage for the land that I'm in, for mm-hmm. starting, starting with Jordan. And um, I've been guided to do it in a circular, 25-mile circle, circle 
um, immediately, but I've never done it before. And I was, so I was wondering, um, now you're talking about doing this on an individual basis. Um, is it yeah. possible to do it on a group basis, like for the land? Like if I were to go to like a city, like an area that has had wars for, you know, thousands, like going back to the Ottoman Empire. Do you know about that? <laughs> uh, yes, I do. Um, what? Uh, okay, let me think. We're getting really interesting questions, Marion. Um, I see. Uh, let me uh, let me talk this through you for just a moment. Okay. I think we can. I think we can go back and heal the land in certain areas mm-hmm. um, because the land holds on to energy. Mm-hmm. And we can shift that energy um, by going back to what the original disruption was. If we're talking about like going to the Ottoman Empire and shifting the energy there of all of the wars, of all of the conflicts that happened over an extended period of time, what we're doing at that point is we are we are in effect altering the energy of every single person that lived during that period of time. And I personally from a healer's point of view mm-hmm. I would consider that um intrusive because it doesn't allow individual choice for each one of the energetic beings that participated in the in that period of time. Mm-hmm. You know, if you come to me and say, um, I want to heal my family, I want to heal me, you are making that choice. And the ancestor we call is is participating in healing, mm-hmm. and they're making that choice to help you. Um, I think we may be able to clear karma on a group level um, so that, you know, all all of the slaves um, don't have to carry that burden. But I feel that um, Maybe changing, changing the... the um, changing the energy of a group over an extended period of time um, interferes with the free will that was involved at that time. Does that make sense to you? Uh, it absolutely makes sense. You know, I'm trying to figure out exactly what I what it is I'm supposed to be doing. And I've just, you know, I've been on this kind of path to try to figure out what it is and I've narrowed it down to where, you know, I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing because I've been studying, like, the uh, the grid lines here and, and seeing how they they all intersect. The ones going across the earth come into Jordan, and, and yeah. like, Amman is one of the heart centers uh, for yeah. earth, but for this whole region. And then I've been um, also studying how the constellations and the ancient uh, buildings and portals all um, interact too. And so now that I got that narrowed down and I figure out I'm supposed to be clearing this energy, I, you know, I'm not experienced at this. 
but then I've been told you are, you know, in a past life, mm-hmm. you've done this many times and, you know, in this current lifetime, I'm not. So I'm kind of, I really don't know what to do, but what you say makes absolute sense. So maybe it's the karma that I need to be clearing. Yes. And also consider that you are in that, that particular place at this particular time. And you are there for a purpose. And if you heal yourself, you heal everyone around you, the earth around you, and every place that you walk. Now, that makes sense. That makes sense because I was told that by clearing, doing my soul clearing, I will be, in fact, clearing the land. You're clearing the area also. Yes. So um, I would concentrate on doing your own healing, doing your own clearing, and then and then go to where you're drawn. Meditate, walk, uh, do ceremonies um, in those particular places, and just hold that area, those ley lines, that energetic force in love and compassion. And by holding it in love and compassion and letting it um, allow the healing energy to come in, through you, once you've healed yourself, then you can hold healing for the entire place. Absolutely. And, you know, Malibu Barbie was the same. She agrees with you, um, Arian, that, um, you know, Athena should do just that, send the love and light, the healing that is resonating first within you, right, the balance. And it goes back to our initial con- – this is what I'm hearing. It almost goes back to your our initial conversation when we talked about we feel like we have done something so bad. We feel like we have to make amends, make it right so we don't deserve this, so therefore we have to be on this um, martyr. I want you to be very careful that you don't see yourself as a martyr in this process in your journey that has you now in Jordan for four years, okay? Um, You really do have some healing that is going to occur in you, but it's, it's just as Arian said, allow it to first rest within you and then magnify out in your immediate circumference. I think you initially said something about uh, 25, um, 25 square kilometers around you. But keep that in mind, yes, I really do see you like in the center with vibrations of vibrational rings, and they're changing colors of orange and gold and white and red. You just need to know that's coming, that's because there's, you're the center point of that. But I love how Arian said we cannot force anything on anyone. I told you that when I do readings, I cannot tell you another person's business if I don't have permission. Right. You know, well, and so, you know what's very interesting, too, is I have, uh, I, have, I have been able to research my lineage because I'm related to somebody famous. And um, I have, a, oh, my God, my lineage almost makes me want to cry. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's very political, and it's not, I wouldn't, I'm not so proud of it. You know what I mean? So now, hmm. that's why I had that question about 
the you know the the blood lineage or the soul lineage? Mm-hmm. Am I doing both? Maybe <laughs> you know I don't know. Because I'm, I'm telling you, it came up and said it's almost like you're trying to make amends, trying to make amends, almost like get get forgiven. But you're you're fine, Athena. I'm so glad to hear your voice today again. Well, thank you. I'm glad that I found your show again. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, and thank you so much for calling. This has been a really interesting question, and I think it's an issue that a lot of people look at because we're, I believe every single one of us is a healer. Mm-hmm. Not only do we heal ourselves, we heal, heal each other and we heal the planet. And we each have our own gifts. And if we find what those gifts are, by healing ourselves, we heal so much of this world that um, it is amazing. But and the only reason we don't know that is because because of our own concepts of limitation. Gotcha. And if I were to get this book, is it going to? It, it would be able to help me. I mean, are there steps like that will help me to feel a little bit more uh, empowered? <laughs> you yes. know what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, because the, the book right. tells you how to do ancestral lineage clearing um, yourself. Oh, uh, it will guide you through the, your own process. And um, it's been very helpful for, for many people that I've talked to. And I, I put the process in there so that people who get the book who, um, you know, who aren't accessible to the phone or um, to having a private session can work their way through or email me with questions. Um, and, and with giving you the stories, it also gives you an idea of the kinds of things ancestral lineage clearing can heal. Perfect. Well, thank you for writing the book, and I'm so glad that I found you because I need to do this so soon. So thank you so much. And I will be back in touch, hopefully, with a really great, you know, positive story. Like, it's cleared, and I can come back to America. (laughs) Well, thanks for calling, Athena. All right. Thanks again, Athena. Bye. Oh, Arian. This is always so much fun. I'm telling you, it's People know me. I love this kind of stuff. Like, I'm always just, I, I can't wait till my spiritual center gets completed. Um, so anyway, so I'm going to go to the next question that's in the chat room. And I was having a bit of a conversation with someone. Uh, the person is named Alora Everness. And their question is, can she look at the African Americans who were slaves, who were slaves' ancestries? Where are we from? And then she goes on, or he or she goes on to say, oh, I just lost it. That's the hard part about uh, the hard part about this. i got to find the second part. But right. let's answer that first part first. Okay. So let's answer that first part. Can, are you able for African Americans to go back regarding their ancestry? Yes. Um, it, doesn't, it, it doesn't make any difference where you're from. Um, or what nationality or race or or wherever, um, we can always go back and contact your ancestor because I don't contact your ancestor. I don't have anything to do with it. You do. I have the client take their energy into the past and their energy draws 
the ancestor uh, to them. Uh, or they are drawn to their particular ancestor. So um, so long as their energy is willing to heal, then, then you know, the client is the one that, that is doing the work. I'm not. So, um, and, and to follow up on that, I have also had, had clients from Africa, from Saudi Arabia, from Europe, from Canada, from Mexico. So I've had clients from other cultures even that, you know, the first time I had someone from Africa, it's like, well, I don't know your culture. I don't know the background. How is this going to work? You know mm-hmm. what? It was beautiful. It was mm-hmm. just beautiful. Because uh, it's not you, so, Arianne. You're just, you're just the conduit, the vessel that is allowed to have access. Yes, I'm your guide. Mm-hmm. I'm your guide. I hold the space for the client to contact their ancestor. Mm-hmm. Ancestral lineage clearing involves um, uh, me doing a shamanic journey with my client. And if anyone, if you know anything about journeying, what the person does who who conducts the journey is they open up the space. And they hold the space for the person to travel where they need to travel on a spiritual level. Mm-hmm. That's what I do: is I hold open the portal to time and space, so that you can go where you need to go for your healing. And and so it doesn't make any difference where you're from or who you are, because you are the one that's doing the traveling in the time and the space that I hold for you. Absolutely. And I think that some so often, um, again, we're back to our initial conversation about our choosing of our assignments and then how generationally we, we, get, we get bound and, we, you know, put in these constraints based upon our um, ancestral connections or experiences, and so they kind of go what I call, what I write about, you guys know already, and my academia is on transgenerational oppression and depression, right? Mm-hmm. How, that actually, how that actually manifests five, six generations down the road and how we find ourselves. And it also talks about how transgenerational uh, thought patterns will make a person sometimes feel that they're more superior, that they don't need to be considerate. They don't need to be in divine harmony or balance. They just need to, you know, conquer and destroy. So, you know, all that comes into play. So, But I'm not going to get going, but I want to just repeat, um, when we are aligned with the divine creator, we are allowed um, the opportunity to function in that capacity. And therefore, we are able to go inward, and we allow the codes, get the codes, and the guidance, and the permission from the divine Creator to identify what's needed for healing and restoration and harmony, because that's what the divine spirit does. We're going to go to our next caller. Are you ready, Arian? Or you need to take a yes. quick break? Or okay, no, I'm fine. All right, hon. So here we go. Good morning, and welcome to Moments of Conversations. Thanks for joining us on this morning. That we have our guest, Arian Thomas, this morning. Hi, Arian. Hi, Erin. Hey. Hi. Hey, hey, Mary Lou. <coughs> so, so basically, you're taking people on shamanic journeys, and you can't tell where they're, um, what what needs to be healed or what needs to be worked on. 
Um, no, not at all. Um, how, how the process works is I sit down with a client or over the phone or by Skype. Um, I sit down with a client ahead of time, and we the first thing we do is we identify the core issue of the belief that is limiting in your life. You know, say it's money. Well, money is never the issue. I mean, people aren't afraid of green paper, right? I don't know anybody who's afraid of green paper. So money is not an issue. So I'll sit down with a client and say, okay, what ancestor are we looking for? What is the issue about money? Is it about self-worth? Is it about deserving abundance? Is it about trust in the universe? And once we identify what that core belief is, that's when we go into the ceremony. That's when we go into the process to find the ancestor who first encountered that belief that they weren't worthy of receiving the abundance in the universe. And that's where I hold space for you to go back to find that specific ancestor who was there to help you. Now, does that answer your question? It does. Um, So if people like me that aren't very good at, um, like, past life regression and meditation, it could be that you go nowhere. No, that's not the case. Um, Actually, I am an intuitive as well as um, as well as a holder of space, and I have had um, several clients who are not visual, um, who can't meditate. You know, they can't sit down and meditate for three hours and and have visions and things. And what I do for those people is I hold space, and when whenever a client goes on a journey, I see the images. They may be talking to their ancestor. They're contacting their ancestor and seeing what their life is about. But I also follow along with them and see those images. And so if you're not a meditator and you're not a visual person or an auditory person that can either see or hear, what I do is I have you follow your energy and then I will tell you, what I'm picking up, the ancestor I'm seeing, what I'm seeing is happening in their life, and um, and, and how the whole process goes. So that I, I do hold space for people who who can't do that on the on their own. Okay, that's interesting. Yes, ninety um, percent of people in our culture are visual because we grow up with television, we grow up with books, we grow up with pictures. Um, But there are 10% of the people who are either auditory, like musicians, um, who don't turn on the television, they walk in the house and turn on the radio, or they're tactile. Those are athletes who, who feel with their body, live through their body. And those people often have difficulty meditating um, because that's not their orientation. And I can help those people, too. Um, you know, I I can see and hear, and I'm intuitive, but when it comes to meditating or taking journeys, I'm horrible mm-hmm. at it. Horrible. Can't explain it. You, you don't have to be good. You don't have to be good mm-hmm. to do this process. 
It's okay. Okay. Well, and thank the key you. thing is, is just being open, too. I, I think a lot of what you're saying, Erin, is that we have to be open to trust, as you said, that, that there is there is healing and therefore there is a cure, quote, unquote, right, for what it is we are experiencing where there's a source that we that some type of glitch, for lack of a better word, for commonality purposes that we just need to open up to, um, you know, because we have been influenced by our environmental families, our birth families, our societal views, our, you know, spiritual and religious practices, et cetera. So I think that's a great question, um, Mary Lou. Thanks for listening on today. Good to hear your voice. I have one more question. A lot of times I would think people aren't aware that there's something uh, causing a problem in their life that's from an ancestral line. Yes. Can you pinpoint what it is that they need to address? Yes. Um, the um, the question that I I often get from from people is, um, I have so much chaos in my life, I don't know what to work on first. Mm. And so I help people identify what like the primary issue is that that they want that they most desire to work on. And then, um, and then it's a question of um, we look at your family to see if this is a family issue or if it's simply a personal issue. One question I often get is, what's the difference between past life healing and ancestral lineage clearing? And we as individuals sometimes bring in wounds from past lives. But you don't see those patterns uh, uh, coming up in other family members. So in order to identify whether it's a family pattern that needs to be healed, I I ask people, okay, did your mother have this issue? Did your father have this issue? Do you see this issue in your aunts or your uncles or your grandparents or your brothers and sisters? And and let me give you a specific example because that's a little vague. Um, I have a sister who um, was afraid of water. Um, she she'd get into a pool as long as the water wasn't over her neck. Um, but she was afraid of water. No one else in my family is afraid of water, and and she didn't have any she didn't have any experience with drowning or you know anything like that when she was young. Um, but no one else in the family was afraid of water, but but her. And for her, it was a past life issue because she had drowned in several past lives, and so she needed to go back and look at that and know that. Um, it didn't have anything to do with this reality. It had to do with past life reality. But it wasn't a family pattern because no one else in the family um, had that same issue. So uh, I go back and look at the family, and there's a history of heart disease in the family. My mother has heart disease. My grandfather died of a heart attack. My sister had two heart attacks. My brother had a heart attack. Heart disease is clearly a family issue. Does that explain it? 
Yes, but so my next question, of course, would be, did your sister with the past life issue overcome her water thing and learn to become a great swimmer? And does your family with the heart disease learn how to not have heart disease by addressing Go ahead. Okay. I'll let you, because I was going to say. Go ahead. Go ahead, Arian. Okay. Um, Yes, my sister did overcome her fear of water. She did several past life regressions, understood where that came from, and uh, I can't say she's a great swimmer, but she's gone in the ocean with us, um, so with the other sisters. Um, and so she's doing just fine these days. As to the heart disease, um, this issue came up when uh, my younger sister, who is about 10 years younger than I, had a severe heart attack. She almost died when she was in her mid-40s. Um, I do not do... Um, healing work of this magnitude unless someone is stable physically because it takes a lot of energy. So you have to be, I mean, you know, I certainly wasn't going to do this when she was in the hospital. The next year she had another heart attack because they couldn't stabilize her on medication. They finally stabilized her. And at that point, my brother had two stints in his heart because they found out that he'd had a heart attack 10 years before that he wasn't even aware of but had done damage to his heart. So I went in and did an ancestral lineage clearing on the heart disease in the family. Since that time, my sister is off all medication. Um, She has had no further heart trouble. Um, she takes care of herself, she eats healthy, she exercises, she's doing just fine. My brother, after he had the two stents put in, stopped smoking for three months and wasn't drinking, was watching his cholesterol and his diet and was doing really well. And then he chose to go back to his own lifestyle and he went, I don't want to smoke. And so he started smoking two packs a day again. He started having his six packs of beer and his cheeseburgers. And two years ago, he had another stent put in his heart. So what I can say is I cleared the family pattern that resulted in that heart issue. But each family member gets to choose how they live their life. They get to choose whether they accept the new energy and move forward with that energy or if they choose to embrace the old pattern. And I bless my brother because he gets to choose what he wants to do with this lifetime. And if if he chooses that path then there must be lessons on that path for him, and I bless him on his way. I hold my other sister with a heart disease um, in love and compassion because she had a hard time, and she has chosen the new positive energy, and she's moving forward in her life without additional heart problems. So that's how I, you know, that is my own personal experience with dealing with those issues. Okay. 
I, I think those are great. I, I was with you, and I was going to say, you know, it's all. That was my final point. I was going to make is that it, it's always about choice. It is about what you are willing to accept as your truth and your knowing for your particular acceptance of going forward. So, Mary Lou, thanks for calling in. Um, we're going to take a quick break, you all. We've we got about 20 minutes left here in the program. We're going to continue our conversation with Arian Thomas here. You can get your conversations into our conversation live at 646-378-1135, 646-378-1135. Thank you all for joining us here. Tell a friend, bring a friend. We're here every Tuesday and Thursday morning at 1030 a.m. Central Time, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time, and we'll always have something great for you, something that will help you ascend into the place that you are destined, created, and designed and purposed to be. We'll be right back. We're going to take a momentary break. We'll be right back after these. Yeah. 
Back here on Moments of Conversation, I am your host, Marion Afour. We're here Tuesday and Thursday mornings, every Tuesday and Thursday morning here to share with you that which we are allowed to do universally by the Divine Creator. Today we're joined by Arian Thomas. She's a healing practitioner. She is also an author. And we're having a great conversation about ancestral lineage clearing. And I'm telling you, I'm learning so much. I hope that you are too. Tell a friend, bring a friend. We're also on iTunes. You can also join me. I'm going to begin a series that is called Living Exponentially on Purpose. Now, these seminars will be um, involving me, guiding you through a process of self-assessment and identifying the greatest part of who you are and maximizing that into getting you to be where you need to be. I'll be joined by metaphysical practitioners uh, that will assist in the process as well and be available to you, and you can get some follow-up. But you can contact our website at www.afuaspeaks.com and follow up and arrange for that. We'll be in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, April 6th. We'll be in Detroit, Michigan, slash Dearborn, Michigan area on April 18th. We will also be in Chicago, Illinois on April 27th. Actually, that is an evening session, so it's from 5.30 until um, 8 on the 27th in Chicago. And you can also join me then. I'll return back into uh, Baltimore, Maryland on May 11th. May 18th, I will be in Louisville, Kentucky. I will then be back home in Arizona, Phoenix, on the 25th of May. And it looks like we have a couple of places who are trying to get me to come and do it as well. I'm telling you, sometimes I look at myself in preparation for this and I go, wow, this is a lot. It's a lot. It is pretty much in, you know, at least a half-day program. So you need to set aside this time and become a part. Visit my website and learn how to live exponentially on purpose. We're coming back now. We're going to join our guest today, who is Arian Thomas. We have about 10, 12 minutes left here on the program. Those of you that are listening and, and stayed in for the long haul, Arian, how are you, girl? This is awesome. I've learned so much today. Oh, well, I'm just having a great time, and we've been getting wonderful questions. Mary Lou asked some great questions. Yes, yes. You know, I, I often, um, and I love what you said as a healer, that, you know, you just have to kind of, you're just, you're there to support the journey, right? But you have to be you have to choose, and how you said your brother chose to go back to what he felt comfortable or that he believed was the best choice for him, and that's what's so important. It is. Um, one of the things about um, this world is that we all have free will, and we get to choose what we work on and what we do during this lifetime. And um, I can't I can't go up to you and go, Marion, I'm going to heal your family patterns. So right. let's go. Um, because they, they may be patterns that serve you in some way. Mm-hmm. They may be patterns that are helpful to you 
and that you, you're not ready to heal at this point because you still have your lessons to learn. And so you can't, uh, from my point of view, I can't impose healing on anyone. They have to choose to change their lives. They have to choose to be happier. They have to choose to be more abundant. They have to choose to have positive relationships. Once you make that choice, then your healers, your teachers, your mentors, um, the universe will guide you to whatever you need. But you can't impose that on anyone. Absolutely. You know, I'm I'm on your website and I I'm trying to find there was a there was someone who gave a testimonial about uh their experience with you. Oh, okay, here it here's a couple. I think I'm gonna read both, okay? It says Okay. It says, I did not understand the power held over me by my ancestral lineage until I worked with Arian. My life has changed. I am changed. I am doing exactly what I wanted to do with no restrictions. That right there tells me it's time to be liberated because this is part of our liberation process. It is part of us letting go of all those things that bind us, all those things that try to hold us back, all those things that make us doubt as you said earlier, and we agreed upon, that is a life filled with abundance, a, a life that is filled with joy and love and peace and comfort. I mean, how do we say we're aligned with the universe, but yet we're in such a, it's almost like we're in an alternative universe. Huh. Okay. Yes, and, and the limitations are the limitations that we accept. Mm-hmm. And once we realize we don't have to accept those limitations, our lives blossom they mm-hmm. open up like sunshine on us um and we flower in the fullness of who we are as spiritual beings absolutely i found the the one that i wanted to share as well and this is this rings it just keeps coming back to me about someone is talking about relationships and why this is what i'm hearing so someone is listening or is about mm-hmm. to listen that deals with this issue of relationship. It says, ancestral lineage clearing made me aware of issues which have affected our family for generations. It has enabled me to see my family members without a lot of old emotions that got in the way of healthy relationships with them. Ooh, the old the old emotions. Emotions are great. They're there to assist us in our life, to you know, do what we need to do. However, they shouldn't trap us. They should exactly. They should lead us to a place of healing, a place of, of connection, a place of moving forward. They could save our lives if we have the right emotion at the right time. But I just, I, I, that one right there really got me because I think that's what it's all about, and that's why I do what I do. I tell people, it's not about the other person. It's really about your choices and why those emotions are given to you at that particular time. Where are they coming from? How are they going to help you? Where does they, how are they going to take you to the next place? So I think I see Brother Guru on the line, but he's gone. I don't know what happened to him, but um, I was going to try to pull him in and see if he had any questions or comments. Uh, he's sometime my other guest host. Yes, he's wonderful. Yeah. And and I agree, and our relationship with our family members is so important because those are our training wheels. Um, Those are how we get to practice our emotions when we're younger. Um, Those are the people that that know us best and can 
and can tolerate us when we're practicing our anger, when we're practicing our frustration, when we're practicing our um, responsibility, when we're practicing all of those ways of of being with ourselves, our bodies, and our spirits as we're growing. And what we have to understand once we reach uh, maturity is that some of those practice emotions become locked. And, you know, and and our perception of them is sometimes not correct. Um, You know, like, well, my mother never let me do that. Well, you're right. Your mother never let you play with fire because you'd get burned. And so if we can go back and and forgive our judgments of our family while we were practicing how to live in this world and just say they were doing the best that they could with the information that they had and I didn't understand what was going on at that time. Forgiveness um, frees your heart. It really allows you to move forward and to heal and to expand the ways that you love um, beyond anything that you can imagine when you're locked into that um, she done me wrong, he done me wrong, um, terrible things happened. Mm-hmm. If you Absolutely. can let that go, then you can let the good things come into your life. Absolutely. You know, I talk about forgiveness all the time, and I just say, you know, I used to have a a picture that I would put up, and it just has a man going up a very steep hill with an extra heavy and super large um, ball and chain wrapped around his neck. You know, Mm -hmm. I got to find that picture again because, and that's what I show people when I do my my trainings and workshops about forgiveness and why it's important. I put that up as the background. I just leave it in the background. And I don't mm-hmm. say anything about it until I get to the point where I need to understand that it's not about, you know, the other person. It's, you don't even need to tell them that you forgive them. You just need to forgive. Right. <laughs> you don't You don't need them to accept your apology. You just need to make it, and you just need to accept that it is necessary for you to move forward and go into, you know, your actual existence place or your place of existence. I I love that. I love it. We're joined today by Arian Thomas, and I'm telling you, if you have not learned anything today, I'm I, I'm not sure, you know. But it takes different <laughs> people learn different ways. It takes different ways to learn, and I know that a lot of times we bring information to you that may challenge you a bit. But I'm going to encourage you to take time out to breathe. Just take in the newness, the numa of life that is that is truly necessary for you. Take time. Take in a deep breath and then blow out everything that makes you feel uneasy, that makes you feel uncomfortable because then you can receive that which we are. Yes, the language may be new to us. Yes, the thoughts that are coming in our head may be new. Yes, the emotions may be flying and you're going, what is going on? But stop. Take time out to observe all the opportunities and possibilities and this is definitely one. So I want to encourage you all to follow up with Arian at the Dream Foundation or to, and or to purchase her book and or set up an appointment to talk with her a little bit more about your own personal situation and see what type of ancestral cleansing or clearing you need to experience and get assistance that you need. 
Um, it, it's all right to know some things, but it's, sometimes it's good to know the source of it so that you understand and can recognize when it's coming and you can make better choices and you can prepare for the consequences that go with those choices just a little bit better. That sounds like something we should say, Arian. They can accept it a little bit better, right? Oh, yes, because this process, you know, I feel all healing methods, um, modalities, processes, whether they're on the physical, the emotional, or the spiritual level, is all about allowing us to live on this earth in peace and in joy and in harmony so that we enjoy our life. I don't. Uh, I don't buy into the proposition that life on Earth has to has to be painful and has to be suffered. I think that we are here to find our joy and happiness, and we do that by healing the things that get in our way of that joy. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I just can't um, even begin to um, I, to go there. I'm, try, I'm trying to be good because I have so much and so many things are coming to me. Um, but I want to make sure people just understand that this really is about you accepting um, the message. Even when you tune into a show such as this or a program such as this and you hear this type of conversation, we just have to be willing to understand that it really is a divine um, guidance that you are here to hear what's coming your way. I do have Brother Guru on the line. Good morning, Brother Guru, or good afternoon, I should say, <laughs> where you are. Hello, Brother Guru. I'm glad you could join us today. Yes, beautiful program, beautiful, a lot of information being shared, definitely. Yes, as y'all know, he is my masculine balance here on moments of conversation because we do know that this is a year of the um, on the millennium of the feminine energy, as Arian alluded to, because of the 2013. But we still need to maintain that balance in recognition of the um, masculine or paternal uh, divine energy as well, but knowing that we work coincide together and that we can evenly um, share to bring unified harmony and balance to this place. So. I've been given by the guru for a time and place. I think that's fabulous because we always need the masculine. The feminine is about holding space. It's about um, nurturing and being there and, and, and being present. But the masculine is about creativity and moving forward and taking action to complete what we need to do here in the world during this lifetime. And so um, it's important that we find that balance between masculine and feminine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everything must be in harmony and balance. So, Arian, tell me, I want to go back to something else I saw on your webpage, and I made myself a note, and it was talking about some of the classes that you offer people. Um, tell us about those classes. How do we? How do they do that? I know if they can't, can they take the classes even if they're not? Maybe you have something coming up on May 11th, May 11th and 12th. Um, 
the class on May 11th and 12th is um, is an in-person class, and I will be doing that class in Cornwall in England. Um, I will be traveling to um, England at the end of April, from April 22nd um, to May 13th, and I will be in London for two weeks, and then I will be in southern England in Cornwall. And, and the class for ancestral lineage training will be a one-and-a-half-day workshop. It, it's an intensive workshop where people will learn to, to um, practice ancestral lineage clearing. Um, I have classes in the U- United States, and when I'm in the United States, I generally do those classes online so that people can participate from wherever they live. They don't necessarily have to travel and stay in one location. In my last class, I had uh, people from Mexico and Canada and New York and Washington State. Um, and so it makes for an interesting class when we have people from a variety of locations. I will probably be doing another teleclass in the fall, and, and I hope to be offering a um, a teleclass that you can download. Um, at that at this moment, my webmaster is working on that. Um, okay. But if you check out my website, it will tell you where and when the next class is. And if you're in England, feel free to come to Cornwall. I'd love to have you in my class in May. Absolutely. Well, I just wanted to make sure I got all that in because you have made such a contribution here um, on our program today, and I'm just, you know, all for the better. You know, that's that's what I I feel and know is that we really can restore our health and our minds. And and I get this all the time. Oh, well, you told me what what was wrong with me, and I felt the healing power. But I want to encourage you that even though you find out as you did as you found out with um, your family's heart. Um, lineage condition You found that that was something that happened However They had to choose to make a, to accept That knowledge and apply it to their life That's what I tell everyone We can get access, we can go inwardly and find the codes And get the guidance that we need But if we're not going to apply it And receive it It doesn't make any difference On how many times you go You're going to keep repeating the same patterns And you just need to be able to experience that Arian Um can you tell me a little bit more um, why do you think, um, you know, we didn't talk about this and I don't see it on your page anywhere, but mm-hmm. why do you think it's not important? Go back to the whole idea we talked about the soul. The soul allows us to access our ancestral lineage versus our physical lineage necessarily. Why do you think that is? Can you, can you kind of explain that a little bit or help me work through that process? I just got a text that said, well, what's the difference? What's the difference? I know the difference, but you're my guest today. <laughs> okay. Um, if you if you go to some of the esoteric writings of many, many of the mystics and the gurus and the teachers, um, they talk about they talk about us as humans having four bodies. And those four bodies are the physical body, the emotional body, the mental body, and the spiritual body. And when people talk about seeing auras, they're generally seeing either your spiritual, your mental, your emotional, or particularly all three 
of those bodies that extend beyond your physical. In this physical body, we can we can move from place to place on this on this earth. At this point in time, I can't move my physical body um, back in time or forward in time because of the limitations of the physics of this density. But my emotional body extends out beyond the physical about three feet. Then the mental body extends out beyond that art field for another foot or two. And then we have the spiritual body that is infinite. And the emotional body can replay incidents from our past. You know, we have these flashbacks to our childhood where perhaps something traumatic happened or something wonderful happened. You you take a taste of strawberry ice cream and you think of that summer when you were five and your daddy gave you your first bite of strawberry ice cream at the 4th of July festival. Um, that's an emotional reaction that allows us to travel and revisit the past. Our mental body is about processing information and we process information not only on the physical plane, but also on the intellectual plane. And that's how we learn about things like quantum physics and um, how the physical body works. That, that's where we learn history. We learn our genealogy. Um, that keeps us present and operating in this world. I mean, we couldn't drive a car without having our mental body present. If we did, we'd be running into things. So <laughs> that's what, it, you know, by paying attention, we're, we're paying attention to our mind and our physical reality, concentrating on what is going on around us in this time and place. Absolutely. Our, our soul is that part of us that is divine. Mm-hmm. We are part of the divine on a soul level. And on a soul level, we are infinite. We are part of this universe. This universe exists in all time, in all places, and this is where we are connected to all. We are connected to each other. We're connected to the planet. We're connected to the solar system and every star in the universe. On this soul level, we can move anywhere in time and space because we're not limited by the density of this physical reality. And um, if you if you look at quantum physics, it talks about how um, how particles can change in one location and related particles that are thousands of miles away and that have no knowledge, no mental knowledge, no emotional knowledge of what's happening to the other particle change simultaneously when that quantum particle changes. That tells me that when we operate on a soul level, 
we're operating on this quantum mechanics level of ultimate reality. And our ultimate reality is what we choose to make it. And we can choose to make it whatever we want by using free will, by using our consciousness, by using our connection with our soul. So we have a spiritual body that allows us to access whatever we need. And that's where all of our knowledge comes from. When you're standing at a crossroads and going, um, should I take this path or should I take this other path? You may have people in your life going, oh, go to school and be a doctor. You'll get rich. You'll get famous. You'll get money. You'll get prestige. You'll get respect. And this other path that says, you should be an herbalist, which you're not going to make as much money. You're not going to be as well known. Um, it's not going to get you the respect and the and the acknowledgement that it would if you were an MD. But your soul is telling you that this is what is in your true nature, that you have an affinity with plants, that you have an affinity with healing on this physical level of the human body that operates with the, with the earth. And so what do you choose? Do you choose to follow your mind or do you choose to follow your heart? When you follow your heart, what you are actually doing is you are following the knowledge that your spiritual body is giving you and that your soul is directing you. Absolutely. We have a call. That was a very well done, by the way. Um, I am going to tell you all, this is priceless. Like, can you imagine if you had the both of us for two hours, just how expensive that could be? But guess what? Oh, Marion, we would have such a great time. <laughs> I know. Don't worry. I got an idea of this coming. Something came to me. I think I'm going to work it out, but we'll we'll talk after the show. Um, okay, so we're going to go to our next caller, Arian. Is that okay? We got one more Absolutely. coming in. All right, here we go. Good morning, and welcome to Moments of Conversation with Marion Afua and our guest, Arian Thomas. Thank you so much for taking this call, uh, this, my call. The show has been great, and it's really right along the line of my question. Um, my son and I came into this life to heal quite a few things, and I know that, and that helps me. But I'm just wondering, um, he's wonderful in so many ways, but he just doesn't get in touch. We're just not in touch with much as I like. Is that me being too clingy? Is there some boundaries I need to put up? Or is it just to say, okay, he need, he still needs to work through stuff, and I probably do too, and just wish it, you know, bless it and try to heal it? Um, my first question to you is, sure. how old is your son? He's 27. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, because in his physical body, we have developmental stages. And in those developmental stages, sometimes we come together and sometimes we separate. And we do that for our growth. Okay. Um, And his growth may be that he needs to separate a little more from you for a while until he finds his way in this life. Okay. Now, if it is something that needs to be healed, what I would ask you 
is to sit down and be quiet, meditate if you can, if you're a meditator, and listen to your heart. Okay. What does your heart tell you is needed? Is this a period of time where you both have to find your own way separately in order that you can come together with your individual strengths later on? Or is there a wound there that needs to be healed? I think, um, okay. Mm-hmm. Did you want me to answer? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, oh, sure, if you want. Okay, um, yeah, just so you so you can see what I know or what I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think there is some wounds there from that life, and I think that um, but I shouldn't be focused on that, and I realize that because we create what we think. Um, and also, you know, he's doing very well. He's very successful. Mm-hmm. He's creating an amazing life for himself. And when I talk about him not being in touch, I'm not talking about talking to him every week. I mean, if I talk mm-hmm. to him every three months, you know, that's great. Fortunately, mm-hmm. I did see him for Christmas and I did see him for Thanksgiving. Praise God. But he just, you know, as far as um, acknowledging things, like I sent him a little Easter basket thing and I haven't heard, gee, thank you, yay, nay, God, no, whatever. And then even just to say Happy Easter. You know, may, that's, I inter- that's may I interject Please. just for a second? Please. Okay, so so when you when you first started talking about you and your son and the healing and the da 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 Okay, the first thing they told me was that, first of all, they said, like, you said 27, but the first thing I heard was 24, which means that, as, as Arian alluded to, there's a developmental ish, uh, process going on, right? Okay. And, okay. And, and the next thing I did was it showed me your son, like, in, there's, a, there's, a, there's hurt there. There's, yeah. a, there's a misunderstanding of not understanding the process. Okay. Um, and you just kind of like go like, well, I kind of said I'm sorry, and I kind of, you know, I've been making it up to him. I'm showing him this stuff, and I'm not trying to tell your business out in the air. So I'm don't, I'm, okay. Yeah. Are you with me? Are you yeah, yeah. Me? No, no, I am. Okay. I am. But, so, but so I haven't now, done anything wrong in this one. Okay, go on. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. So for him, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't yeah. always under, even though he says he's on board with you and understanding the processes of healing and. And and repairing the, the the past and and what your assignments are, what both of your assignments are okay. now, and how you're connected. There's a part of him that still feels like he doesn't understand the how it's going to happen. Sure. He's not, well, uh, let me tell mm-hmm. you this: that he he's not. We don't talk about this at all because mm-hmm. he is very much. He doesn't understand at all, really, about the other dimensions. And, oh, he and, does. Oh, let me correct you. Well, he oh, does. Me, he, me, does me. he does. He does you, on. He does in a subconscious. I mean, because he's incredible. He follows his intuition incredibly mm-hmm. well, and he has no fear that he lets get in the way between with his business and everything. He's mm-hmm. right there. He follows Absolutely. his heart. He follows. Oh no, no. But but if you actually asked him. Like he I talked to him, it. I said, I, and he would he would just look at me like, what? <laughs> mhm, mhm. Yeah. And and I'm gonna say that's only because he, you're his natural. Oh my goodness, I did not want to do all this today. You're his natural mom, but he's really uh-huh. your parent. If that yeah, makes. no, I am learning a lot from him. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. you're his natural mom, and so therefore there are times when he's like, oh, you know, just like a parent. You know, he's like, what what I got to call her? So what? My kids give me stuff all the time. Oh, well, you know, they know I love them, that type of a thing. And so what I got this vision of him, he's he's almost like he's standing 
um, on late evening, and I only can describe this because I've only seen it in Arizona, and um, you know how the sun, how it, well, maybe it's other places too, I'm, I'm sure. It's like he's standing and, like, it's getting to be dusk, and, like, there's orange in the background. The sun is yes. setting, but the like mountains the are in the back. Yes, mm-hmm. the mountains are in the back, and he is just so at peace, but yet he's wondering. What, he's it's, Oh, here it is. It's like he's almost <laughs> Superman waiting to see, okay, good, I've saved the world, What? but what's waiting for me next? Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so, so it's not that he's trying to – it's just that – in the in the scale of priorities for his mm-hmm. for his existence, Mama, mm-hmm. you're just his natural Mama. Yeah, <laughs> he's got so much more to do. And Arian, no, you can go back to the other issue, Arian. But you know, as far as the past connections, Arian, she's more of an expert on that. I'm I don't get into <laughs> okay. that as much. But go ahead, Arian. Okay, I, I thank you for taking this time too, because I was at the point where I I'm, I was getting upset about it, and I'm trying to keep myself out of that place because it serves nothing. It serves nothing, and and if I get upset, then I'm going to call him, and, and he won't answer the phone. But but I would leave a message that probably wouldn't be so nice. And I don't think that's necessary. No, it's, it's not. my ego. I know that's my ego. I know yes. that's my ego. And this is yes. this is me that I'm having to heal. Getting boy, if he loved me, he would have called me and wished me a happy mm-hmm. Easter or text me right. or sent me a card or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I understand that's my ego, and I'm trying. To, I guess I should just tell it to be quiet, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> Go ahead, and, and and um, what what you can do when those feelings come up is hold yourself and hold him and your relationship mm-hmm. okay. in love and compassion. Okay. If you hold your relationship in love and compassion, then what needs to happen will happen. Okay. If you don't try to push it, if you don't try to make things work, right. if you just keep holding it in your heart, Yes, for yes, the highest yes. good, then yes. things will unfold in the natural process. Right, right. No, you're right. You're right. Because if you focus on what's not working, well, what does that do? It creates more of what's not working. Exactly. Exactly. And if you focus on the love, because you know he loves you. Yes. So if you focus yes. on the love, and you focus on the relationship, what you want to do is you want to see signs that he loves you. You right. you want him to say that he loves you. You want him to acknowledge you on what you consider special occasions, in right. which he may, uh, it's like, it's Easter, so what, it's Sunday, big deal. Right. Um, and if you just focus on the love, and focus on the compassion in your relationship, then he may, he may wake up one morning and go, oh, I need to call mom and tell her that I love her. And it doesn't have to be Easter. And it yeah. doesn't have to be Mother's Day. And it doesn't right. have to be one of those holidays that somebody else decides right. we need to acknowledge. But it, it will actually and genuinely come from his heart and from right. the time that he wants to connect. Yeah, you're right. And and, and I, yeah, no, that's beautiful. You're absolutely right because I've mm-hmm. thought about this because he's on so many other levels. He's so helpful 
and he's so considerate and different things. And, and you know, I, I thought, well, would you rather have a kid that's in a lot of trouble that calls you every holiday? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I know, yes. But thank you. I appreciate this. This has really helped me. Hello. Guru, yes. did you want yeah. to make a comment, Guru? We're going to get the masculine in now. Oh, Go ahead. super. Wow, thank you. Wow, what a call. <laughs> yes. Um, when he was coming up, uh, how are you doing, by the way? I am fine, thank you. And you? I'm doing well. Thanks Good. Rest. I wanted to ask you, um, when he was, when he was, you know, when he was coming up as a child, was he uh, kind of... Um, not serious, but kind of firm when you spoke to him? You know, like, for yeah. example, when he was playing with his friends or whatever, doing yeah. homework, you know, when you talk to him, was he kind of firm, regardless of how good or easy the relationship, you know, the conversation was? Um, we, when he, he was a very easy, easy child. He really was um, a, a good child. But, yeah, he was very focused and he was very set. In, in his ways, is that what you mean? Yeah, because when I asked that question, you know, um, I, I kind of feel there might be might be a possibility, believe it or not, that in a previous life he might have been your parent, mm-hmm. and because his mm-hmm. energy is firm and, and um, oh. semi-direct. Uh huh. Absolutely. Yes, yes. He always understands that um, the game that y'all are playing now is. Ro- Basically, roles have been reversed. Absolutely. I also like to bring out um, a book by Cahill Gilbron, The Prophet, how he speaks oh, to yes. children. Have you ever read that? A uh, long time ago, but yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, we well, all... No, but, but you know, I don't that. remember. I don't remember. Is there something? Should I read it again? Well, basically what he said about children. You know, children mm-hmm. come through us, but they don't belong to us. Yes, you know, I know. I know. You know, they're basically our teachers in a lot of ways, and I, I need to stay mindful of that all myself because, you know, I kind of oh, with my daughter, she's 25. But yeah. my point in bringing that up is, you know, um, sometimes you need to take a step back and just like uh, uh, Aaron is suggesting, you know, do a, yeah. a mild meditation, you know, just uh, breathe in your belly, take a couple of deep breaths before you react or respond, you know, right. in any conversation. Right. I don't know how old you are, but do you remember uh, the, the, the TV series Kung Fu? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I am a grasshopper, okay. yes. Yes, but you remember every now and then how you used to have those Kung Fu premonitions and whatnot? Yes. Right, that's like a, a couple of second uh, meditation. Um, I know I'm kind of long-winded right now for some reason, but basically what I'm trying to say is sometimes these could be the reasons, and just like Arian is saying, that um, ancestral things yeah. sometimes cause us problems in this life. Not necessarily problems, but challenges. So that no, no, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So you're right. You've heard, yeah. three, you've heard three different... Um, you know what, the, yes, what this brought up for me, and, and then I'll let you go, I know you have to go, but what this brought up for me is I have my husband, his father passed away in 06, and I have issues with getting into another relationship because of my fears, and so what his lesson to me, my oldest son, of course, what his lesson to me in this lifetime is teaching me that I am loved, even if 
to get beyond these fears I have of not being loved, of being rejected. Oh, boy, that's just going to be like a ton of bricks. Absolutely. Um, and, and and that's the thing. That's why I said, you know, it's not he's just like, I got all this thing to do. I'm contributing. As I said, he is, and now he's guru again saying he's your parent. So now you have that confirmation again. <laughs> yeah. And he's saying, not, and not only am I your parent, but now, like, i got to really get to the places that I need to do things in this right. universe, and like, Ma, you know I love you. Yeah, yeah, right. So right. why do I need to? Why do I need to send you a card or call you or blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah? Right. Go ahead, Arian. Thank you. Thank you so oh, much for joining us, and joining us and here. Join us all again, and make sure if you need to, you know, and what I really heard when I stopped talking is that, um, Arian, you probably really should follow up with Arian because there is some – some um, clearing that has to be done. And there's also a message um, now to understand the man. I did see a man surrounding you, and he's kind of like pushing you away. He's telling you to move. Yeah, he's gone. Now go, 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 go ahead. He's kind of prodding you along. So, you know, that's your extra message for me today. We're going to archives in about two minutes, those of you who are not on the phone lines or listening via Skype. But I want to encourage you, caller, um, there's so many messages around you. There are so many um so much support for you, and I heard the word redeemed. I'm not sure where that's going, Arian. You need mm-hmm. to follow up with Arian. Um, okay. If you want to follow up with me, that's fine. But, you know, I would yes. really first would like you to follow up with Arian for the yes. ancestral lineage first and then yes. come talk to me. Um, okay. Because I do have, now I have, okay, please, everybody's not coming through at this moment. I need you all to wait. We're going to talk to her <laughs> later. But I, I need you to know that, um you have a lot of support and a lot of encouragement, and yeah. you. But I really want to encourage you to call Arian. Her number is nine two eight two eight four nine two eight two eight four five seven three eight. That's her phone number if you want to follow her um, and okay. follow up with her, which I really want to strongly encourage you to do. And I just want to tell you that again, the man is telling me to tell you to hurry up and do whatever you're going to do. So I'm. Oh, okay. So yeah, <laughs> whoever has the hat. I'm going to tell you something about a hat. A, a, a hat? hat? Yeah. A hat? Okay. Oh, oh. Yeah, I, you know, wonderful things are happening in my life, incredible opportunities and everything else. So, yes, it's just this is the one thing that I feel healing, and this was a big breakthrough today. So thank you very much. Yes, thank and you for calling up. Okay, well, thank you so okay. Thank you so thank much. Thank you for calling. All right. Blessings. Thank Blessings you. to all of you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Oh, wow. Arian, we got to this program. Oh, this has been wonderful. It's so it's it's always so much fun to talk to people about this. Yes, it is. And you know, I just and now like I'm just like going, mm-mm-mm-mm. I was supposed to be a host today. I wasn't supposed to do all this. But that's just me, right? But I chose you would, to accept you, you, that you, would be you're there to do what you what you need to do. <laughs> Absolutely. Spirit likes the way. Spirit likes the way. Yeah. Right. Yes. All right, guru. <laughs> but I thank you all And Guru, I thank you again See, we needed your masculine energy You came at the right time Divinely assigned for the moment But as I tell everyone um, Thank you all for joining us here on today Arian, I am so honored and thank you I will be following up with you very shortly To talk to you a little bit more um, And again, her name is Arian Thomas Her website is called AncestralLineage.com and um, you can follow her on phone at 928-284-5738. I want to strongly encourage you. Living Exponentially Tour is going to be taking place 
uh, in Wisconsin, Michigan, Illinois, Kentucky, Maryland, Arizona, and uh, Canada. So uh, check us out. Go to my website at afullspeaks.com, and you can contact me at 480-269-1038, 480-269-1038. Thank you all. Brother Guru. And- yes. Greetings. Hello? Hello? Did we lose Marion? Her name is Mina. She has a book out called Game Changers, so come back and let's talk about how you change the game. Kind of, so it's right in line with what we just learned about today, right? So I'll be back here. And again, when things begin to cloud you, overwhelm you, make you feel as if you just can't do it anymore, stop, take out a deep breath, and say, that is not my reality. Seize the opportunities that are around you and the possibilities that are surrounding you and know that it's not the end of the road and that it's only your reality if you choose to believe it and make it so. Until next time, continued peace and blessings abound. Breathe. Peace, love, darling.